0: Hello and welcome to the Munro Method Clancast. I am Jason Munro and this is episode 23. And what a fun one this is going to be. Because I'm going to blow your mind. Maybe. Probably. I did a post recently on Instagram. This isn't a new topic I've covered, but it's certainly a new podcast topic. Um, Most people... Believe that they gain weight much more easily and much more quickly, 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 quickly than they can lose weight. And it's a belief that's actually true. It is far easier to gain weight than it is to lose it. You can gain weight at a much, much faster pace than you will ever be able to lose it. So if you're one of these people, then it absolutely makes sense. The weight loss part feels like it can take forever, and the weight gain, the weight gain seems to like happen overnight because it's kind of true. While weight gain doesn't happen overnight per se, it can happen way faster than weight loss. And here's why. Okay, strap yourselves in. This is the important thing that you need to remember. Weight loss has a speed limit weight gain doesn't and that's it okay i'm going to say that again think about it very carefully weight loss has a speed limit and weight gain has no speed limit now the the way that this works is think about this right so let's i'll use one of my typical clients as an example let's say that someone is burning 1800 calories Per day. What is the lowest number of ca- fat? Let's strip it right back to basics. To lose fat, in case we're not getting this message already, to lose fat, you need to consume fewer calories than you burn. You gain fat by consistently consuming more calories than you burn. So the calories that you consume are the energy that your body runs on. Your body only needs a certain amount of energy every day. If you put in too much, you create an what's called an energy surplus. And the surplus has to go somewhere. You've put all this energy in, you've used as much as you're going to use. There's quite a bit left over. What do we do with it? We have to store it on and around our body as body fat. That's what the body fat you carry is. It's stored energy. You could have a Dairy milk bar that you ate in 1997 inside your right bicep. I don't know why I picked that. You could have a Tunnocks tea cake that you had in 2003 stuck to your bum right now, or the calories from it at least, right? Because we have consumed the calories we've stored them, we've tucked them away, and then we've stored more and more and more body fat on top of it. If we go into a calorie deficit, consuming fewer calories than we burn, and we keep going and going and going, not only are we losing weight, we're, we're winding back the years of the energy that we've stored. There's an interesting concept for you to think about. So anyway, back to this we've established that part now, right? So if you are burning 1,800 calories per day, what is the lowest number, right? So we know that to lose fat, we need to eat less than 1,800. What's the lowest number that you can eat? Let's say you somehow managed to last an entire day eating nothing, okay? You have eaten, or sorry, or you have, you've not eaten, so you have had 1800 calories less than you needed in a day. That is your speed limit, okay? What is the 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 what is the greatest number of calories you can under eat by 1800? Now the problem with that is you can only do that for one day. You're not going to manage it for two days. You would struggle to even manage it for a day. So let's be realistic about it. What is the lowest number of calories that you can get by on consistently to lose weight. For someone burning 1,800 calories, that might be 1,200, 1,300 calories. So your speed limit would be the fact that you, the most you can do is eat five or 600 calories less than you need. Again, for those that don't know, a pound of body fat that we carry contains the equivalent of 3,500 calories worth of energy. So very conveniently, 3,500 calories across a week divides into 500 per day. So if you had 1,300 calories per day, you would lose a pound per week. So that would be your speed limit, okay? The greatest number of calories you can under-eat by, let's just say it's 500. Now, in the opposite direction, there is no speed limit because there is no limit to how much you can overspend, to how much you can over-consume. Absolutely no limit. The only limit is how much you can fit in your stomach. I, I suppose that would be the limiting thing. But if you take a, let's say it's a Saturday, you go to Witherspoon's for breakfast and you have a 1,100 calorie breakfast to check the menu, very easily done. Then you go out for lunch to, I don't know, wherever. Lunch and a couple of drinks, another 1,000 calories. You're also going out for dinner that night you have two or three courses and a bottle of wine. Two and a half thousand calories. Easy. You have snacks in between that. You eat in front of the TV when you get home. This would be a, you know, not a regular thing, but it to have four or five thousand calories in a day is not unrealistic. I have seen it countless times. I've seen more. With the right combination. Not someone doing it every single day, but a Saturday, or they're away for the weekend, they're eating out three times a day, there's lots of drinks involved. Four, five, six thousand calories. Completely realistic. So let's just just use five thousand calories as the example. Coming back to how many calories you burn. So you burn 1800 calories. We've established that the lowest number of calories that you can consistently get by on each day is 1300. So your speed limit, for weight loss is 1 pound per week because you can't go any lower than 1300 right you can you can under eat by 500 per day that's your speed limit however if you have if you are having 5000 calories in a day when you only need 1800 in the opposite direction you've over consumed by 3000 200. So the most you can under-consume by is 500. In this example, it'll vary from person to person. The most you can under-consume by is 500. But you can easily, did I say under-consume there? I'll start again in case I didn't. The most you can under-consume by, I think I did, is 500 per day. The most you're managing to over-consume by, maybe not every day, but on occasion, is 3,200, right? And for the sake of uh, an example, it explains a point very clearly that weight gain will always be easier to achieve, whether you like it or not, than weight loss. And this is partly the reason that people believe that weight loss is slow. Weight loss is not slow. Weight gain is not fast. It's relative. I highlight this constantly with my members so when they come in to check in with us fortnightly I am you know I'm not just looking at their tracking I'm not just looking at what their weight's doing I'm far far more interested in what they say so looking at their their language looking at the things they say looking at the words that they use looking at the language they they use I am a stickler for language because the way that we think, the way that we talk, very much determines the way that we act and behave. And if anyone starts to talk about impatience or frustration or they start referring or they start bringing speed into the equation, about it being slow, about it being not quick enough, anything like that, this is the conversation that we'll have. What your weight does is relative to what you do, okay? Here's an example since we're on speed limits. If you travel 60 miles in a car and you travel at 60 miles per hour, it would take you one hour to travel 60 miles. Now, did you get there fast? Did you get there slow? Or did you get there exactly when you were supposed to? Because you chose the speed that you would go at to get to where you wanted to be. Now let's say you are travelling 60 miles, but you have to do it at 30 miles an hour, and it takes you 2 hours. Did you get there slow? No, you didn't get there fast either. You got there exactly When you were supposed to based on the speed that you chose to go. It's certainly slower than if you were driving at 60 miles an hour, but it isn't slow. It only seems slow when you compare it to something fast. So the equivalent there might be, if you can, if again, coming back to 1800 calories, if you can eat 1300 calories per day, you will lose one pound per week. Because you are in a deficit, you, you are asking your body to eat 3,500 calories worth of fat from itself, break it down and use it for energy. If you somehow manage to get by on 800 calories a day, and I'm not recommending anyone does, but I started with the 800 figure, so I need to stick with it. If you manage to undereat by 1,000 calories every day, then you will lose two pounds per week. Now that is not fast, it is not slow, it is the the amount of weight you are supposed to lose based on the things that you are doing. It's certainly faster than a pound per week but the speed only comes into it when you compare it to something that's going at a different speed, right? So weight loss has a speed limit Weight gain doesn't. So weight loss is never slow. It is absolutely slower when we bring other things in as a comparison. You will always be able to gain weight much faster than you will lose it. And as if that wasn't enough, like there are plenty of external factors that make weight gain easier than weight loss. We live in what is called an obesogenic environment, which means we are surrounded by unlimited, completely accessible 24-7, 365 food that is highly processed, highly delicious, very easy to overconsume on. If you are if you're listening to this and you have never in your life tracked calories before, be curious. Download my Fitness Pal. Download NutriCheck. Do it at a weekend when your eating is kind of different from the week. People tend to eat more at the weekend than weekdays, or their habits change a fair bit. Um, maybe don't do it as you go. I wouldn't recommend that because that will influence that might influence you. But maybe on a Sunday or a Monday. Think back to everything you had the day before and just plug it all in. Better yet, here's a fun one that people do when they come to work with me. Go back and plug in what a day might be following Slimming World in the past. I would be a very rich man if I had a penny for every time someone said to me that was very new to tracking. No wonder I wasn't losing weight on Slimming World. I have just put in a day of eating on Slimming World and i was eating about 800 calories alone in pasta because pasta was free that was on top of everything else no wonder i gained weight at slimming world i've just plugged in a, a normal day of following slimming world and it's 2500 calories my fat loss calories are 1500 so yeah it's it's v- very easy to overconsume especially if liquids come into the mix. Coffees are ridiculously popular at the moment. Jesus, go, go look at the, the menu in Starbucks. Look at some of the lattes. Any of these milky coffees, three, four, five, six hundred 600 calories. I've got a client, a private client who lives in Oman, who met a friend for coffee. She went to this place. There was a sign up saying oh try our new whatever 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 cream chocolate this that the next thing 1100 calories an 1100 calorie coffee most of my dinners are between 5 to 800 calories that was a coffee 1100 calories and that's before she added a slice of cake on she didn't have it because she checked it before she had it but she would quite happily have had that because it looked great and it was on offer and all the rest of it but you see what I mean it is so disgustingly easy to overconsume. had she had that coffee and a three or 400 calorie slice of cake 1500 calories just to go for coffee and a chat with someone and that wasn't even a meal there's still breakfast lunch and dinner to be had in between that that is why it is so, so easy to overconsume, and it's why it's so important for us to understand these things and understand nutrition. I know people, oh God, you know what? I see people all the time. There's a little shop I go to sometimes on my way home from the school drop-off if I need to grab milk or whatever. And the same people every day going in, picking up, Two-liter bottles of regular coke, not full fat. By the way, there is no fat in fizzy drinks. I don't know where the full fat things comes from. It's full sugar or diet, um, full sugar or no sugar. I suppose you know. And they're, they're picking up the same things, and what what they what weight they are is irrelevant, right? I I look at things like that and think God. Do you realise how many calories you have in your hand right now? If your plan is to have that today as well as your breakfast, lunch and dinner like no wonder people have so much trouble with their weight and most of it comes down to liquid calories and snack foods. You know, you can go into Tesco and get a meal deal you can get a 600 calorie triple sandwich a... 260 calorie packet of McCoy's Ridge whatever they are like steak something and something you're already at a thousand calories and by the time you add a drink onto that people like people usually go for the biggest most expensive things to put in the meal deal so they'll go for the can of Monster slap another couple of hundred calories on there 1200 calorie lunch and the thing is in that person's head, if you're not calorie conscious or calorie aware, all you think is, oh, it was just a sandwich and crisps. Um, and then you'll get to dinner time, you'll be really hungry, God, oh, I've had a sandwich and crisps for lunch. It's like, yeah, but it was half your calorie intake for the entire day, on top of your breakfast, on top of the dinner you're going to have, on top of whatever else you're going to have in a day. So, this sad Depressing, miserable truth is that it is always going to be easier to gain weight than it ever will be to lose it. And the reason it's important to know this and understand this is that weight loss can feel like an absolute grind at times and when you, are, when you are someone with the all or nothing mentality, when you are someone that is constantly on plan or off plan, when you are the person that has a diet they follow when they're dieting and losing weight and a normal that they go back to which leads to weight gain, you will end up trapped in this never-ending cycle and you will just become ever more fatigued and fed up and frustrated and annoyed with your weight to the point where weight loss attempts like you might be listening to this right now and a few years ago you could lose weight no problem you could go to slimming world you were super focused really motivated you could shed the stones just like that fast forward five years ten years and now you're battling with the same few pounds week after week And it's not not because anything about the plan has changed. It's that you are becoming fatigued with dieting. You are becoming fed up with your weight. You're you're starting to reach that point where you're like, I'm going to be doing this forever. You know, why can't I do this once and then not have to do it again? What is wrong with me? And this is where Slimming World and the rest really start to get their claws in. It's all your fault. You're to blame. Let's find out where you've went wrong. What are you not doing? You're not 100% on plan. Blame, 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 finger point. And you just feel worse and worse. So it's really important to understand these things because, and this follows on from the last podcast episode as well, it helps you see that it's not a diet that you need. It's not some short-term thing that you need to follow. You need to develop a much deeper and stronger awareness of where all the calories in your normal diet are coming from. Is it because you snack a lot? Is it because you eat a lot of crisps? Is it because you eat a lot of chocolate at night? Is it because you drink wine at the weekend? Do you eat takeaways frequently? Do you eat out frequently? Do you have a preference for high fat foods? What is it that you do? Or where is it that most of your calories comes from? Because it's not about cancelling these things from your diet. It's not about never eating crisps again, never drinking wine again, never having pizza or a takeaway again. It's not about that. It's learning how to do those things, but bring, but scale them down, bring them down to a level that meets your body's needs. Again, if you only need eighteen hundred calories in a day, but On average, across a week, you're having 2,300, 2,400. You're gaining weight, but it's unintentional. It's just that the combination of foods and or drink that you have in a week is more than you need. If this was finances and you were spending 500 pounds a month more than you were making, you would gradually get into more and more debt. What is the solution there? It's not to magic more money up from somewhere. It's not to take out a loan to temporarily pay it off while you continue to add £500 to this debt every month. It's to come back, strip it right back, and look at your spending habits. What do I need to change about my outgoings to sort this out? And it's the exact same when it comes to our weight. What do I need to change about my intake? in this occasion what do i need to change about my consumption habits to bring this down and stop my weight from continually going up so there it won't be it won't be any one single thing there might be some big contributors for example you might have a diet that's pretty low in protein you might be someone that doesn't that opts to to kind of graze throughout the day. There's there's like a couple versions of things that people do, right? We have people who have breakfast and lunch and dinner. And then we have what I call the in-between people who have mid-morning snack, afternoon snack, and then eat in front of the TV. The people so the people with the main meals, they might be quite well balanced. They might be filling, they might be high volume, they might be quite helpful meals. And then we have the meal skippers who eat reactively where it gets to mid-morning, I'm hungry, what is there to eat? Oh, there's some biscuits, there's a packet of crisps, let's go get something from the vending machine. So they've had something to eat, that sees them through lunchtime, they don't eat lunch, it gets to mid-afternoon and they're hungry again, so it's back to the vending machine and it's right, let's get that, that and that. And then they're thinking about the stuff that they've had today. They think they've eaten quite a lot. So they try not to have dinner. And then they end up having a tub of Pringles and whatever else in front of the TV, right? So these two versions of approaching how you eat, the person having the main meals might be having that 1800 calories a day. The person reactively snacking, reactively snacking in response to their hunger might be having two and a half thousand calories a day. So yeah, <laughs> the but the point was like it, it's not going to be any one thing, but there will be big contributors. And if you can establish what they are, what they are, like that example I just used. So if you are that person, right now nodding your head along, going, "That's exactly what I do," then it might benefit you to start having main meals. But I'm not hungry first thing in the morning. That's fine. There's a thing called this should probably be a separate episode for this, but let's do it anyway. There is a thing called strategic eating, okay? So nutritionists, people like me will often say, eat when you're hungry, stop eating when you're full, right? And while that might be sound advice for most people, it's not as straightforward as that. If you wake up in the morning and you don't have breakfast, but you're starving by mid morning, and you end up in the staff room making yourself a cup of tea, and there's a packet of hobnobs there, and you end up halfway through and hundreds of calories into it, then to a strategic measure here would be it's morning, it's seven o'clock in the morning. I know I'm not hungry right now. However, I know that I keep doing this thing at 10am. So rather than 600 calories of hobnobs I am going to have a bowl of bran flakes and banana right now and then that way I am eating strategically ahead of predicted hunger. So having an intentional breakfast to take you to lunchtime and then you have your lunch and then you have come home and you have your dinner. So that's an example of how what we really need to do is start identifying the areas in our life where we are over-consuming, okay? It's very easy to blame takeaways and to blame wine and to blame chocolate, but the blame game doesn't help. It's not It's not just the takeaways. It's not just that. It's What is that taking you away from? You are having a takeaway in place of something else. Because you've not cooked dinner, or you've not planned, or you've had a bad a bad day, or you can't be bothered, or whatever the reason is. So it's not the takeaway's fault. It's the why did you get a takeaway? I got a takeaway because I didn't plan my meals for the week. So see what I mean? The solution is the solution isn't I'm just going to stop having takeaways. It's how can I avoid putting myself in a situation where I'm making a takeaway decision? Oh, well, I'm going to stop having crisps. I'm going to stop having chocolate cool well when are you having these things? Are you that person that's having these in between times because you're going to a bending machine or whatever it is? So don't just look at things that you can reduce, look at improving the behaviours that lead to these decisions. Look before the foods, look at the decision process that leads to them, look at the position that you're putting yourself in with the absence of planning or the lack of a proper food shop or whatever else the case might be, and make changes to these things. That's, like I said in the last episode, that's everything that I am about. It is not about making the scales come down, right? That's If that's what you are going to treat weight loss as, then you will forever be stuck in this speed limit, no speed limit cycle of grinding out a stone loss over three months and putting a stone back on within a month. And there are many people that do that because it's so, you know, it's not because they're greedy or anything like that. It's just so ridiculously even easily done. Overconsumption is too easy with the right combinations of foods. Like one of the ways that I manage my intake is that I do not drink calories ever. I eradicated liquid calories from my diet a long time ago. The only liquid calories I consumed up until September last year was a few beers watching the F1 at the weekend. Um, I drink black coffee. I have done for years. Nothing to do with the calories in it. What happened was I was at work one day, previous lifetime. I was at work one day. I had ran out of milk I wanted to have my coffee so I drank it black and I have drank it black ever since. That was probably 10 years ago, 9 or 10 years ago. I've been drinking black coffee with two sweeteners but if you're someone that drinks lattes every day with sugar, two, three of them, four, 600 calories, easy, just like that and you've not even eaten yet. So it's one thing to eat calories. You know, most people struggle with getting the eating part right. It's another thing to add hundreds of calories in milky coffees, energy drinks. God, don't get me started on energy drinks. You know, fuck it, let's just talk about it quickly. I'll do, a, I'll do an episode on it, right? But let's just talk about it quickly. Because this is a really important area that might help with bringing your your intake in line with your body's needs. Energy drinks are the most misleading thing in the world because yes, they give you energy, but you don't need energy, especially if you are overweight. You, if you are overweight, you are carrying higher levels of body fat, you are a walking fuel tank remember what I said, the, the body fat that you carry is energy that you once consumed and didn't use. So every pound of fat on your body is energy that your body, will in the absence of consumed calories, it is energy that your body will tap into and break down and use. If you are carrying 100 pounds of body fat, That is 350,000 calories worth of energy. You could be marooned on a desert island. I'm going to do the numbers. 350,000. And if you burn... If someone has 100 pounds to lose, let's say they're burning 2,300 calories per day. You could be marooned on a desert island... And provided you had access to water, you could live for 150 days just running on the body fat that you carry. You do not have a shortage of energy, okay? Energy drinks, and I'm talking about um, energy drinks with calories in them, not sugar-free varieties. Those aren't energy drinks because they don't contain any energy. Remember, calories are energy. and you'll notice this now that I've mentioned it, look for the labelling on the drinks. They shouldn't call calorie-free energy drinks energy drinks. So it'll still say Red Bull, it'll still say Monster. I think, I can't remember if Monster get round it or not because their company is called Monster Energy, but they won't refer it, they won't refer to a, a it's like calling water an energy drink. It's like calling black coffee an energy drink. A calorie, Something that does not contain calories does not contain energy. Caffeine does not contain energy. Caffeine does things inside your body, inside your brain, that unlocks an additional well of energy, shall we say. Anyway, back to the point. If you are carrying body fat, you already have Abundant energy at your disposal. You do not need to drink a bottle of Lucasade to get energy. You don't need to drink a full a full sugar version of Monster to get energy, or a big can of Relentless to get energy. You are a walking bundle of energy. The reason that you feel like you need energy, and this is where this is the paradox. I call this the cloud of overconsumption, right? So again, you're burning 1800 calories, you're having 2500. You are overfilling yourself with energy and that creates what I call the cloud of overconsumption because when you overconsume, you feel rubbish, you feel tired, you feel sluggish, you feel lethargic, you don't sleep great, you struggle to get out of bed in the morning, you have mid-afternoon energy dips, these things are happening as a result of you overfueling yourself, right? So when you overfuel yourself, you're, it's almost like you're sub- suppressing your ability to tap into the energy you're consuming. Now, if the way that you feel is a result of overconsumption and you go and get a 200 calorie bottle of Lucozade and pile that in on top as well, You're adding to the problem, not resolving it. The caffeine in it might give you a little buzz, might make you more alert and it might make you believe that you're helping but it is such, it's an illusion. It's a high calorie illusion that is causing, contributing to the obesity crisis in the world. So anyway, I know that was an absolute tangent but ditch where you can Ditch the liquid calories. Nobody is drinking a can of full sugar Coke and saying, oh, do you know what? Since I've had that, I'm just going to skip lunch because I'm absolutely stuffed now. Nobody does that. Liquid calories are in addition to food calories. And if you're already struggling to get the food part right and you're over-consuming with food, you're just piling even more on with liquids. And again bringing it back to the the topic of this podcast that is why it is so disgustingly horribly easy to overconsume by massive amounts compared to the small amount you can underconsume by to lose weight so the moral is the moral of the story you will always right it is a fact and will always be a fact that you will always be able to gain weight at a much more explosive rate, given the right combination of food and or drink, than you will ever be able to lose it. Weight loss is not slow. Weight gain is not fast. They are relative to your actions. How much you can under consume by will dictate the speed at which you lose weight. How much you over consume by will dictate the speed at which you gain weight. It is only when you bring comparisons into the picture that you can start calling things faster or slower. Weight gain will always happen faster than weight loss, but it doesn't make it fast. If you are having 2,000 calories a day, more than you need every day, you will gain 4 pounds a week. It's not fast, it's just the end result of your actions. If you overconsume by 500 calories per day every day of the week, you will gain a pound of fat per week. And then it's the same for underconsumption. Weight loss has a speed limit, weight gain doesn't. If you want to really learn how to lose weight for the last time forever, it is not going to come down to a diet, it's not going to come down to which diet can help you lose weight, the most weight in the shortest amount of time. Those will help you make a temporary adjustment to the outcome of your actions, which is what your weight is. But if you, if you don't change your eating habits, your drinking habits, your consumption habits, if you do not learn how to understand those and make a change to those, then all that time you spend losing weight is a waste of time because you're always going to undo it. It just circles back to that thing that I keep saying, it is you, it's not your weight that needs to change, it is you. You are the one that decides what your weight does. You don't, not intentionally, but through your actions, through your behaviours, through your habits, through your beliefs, through the things that you eat and the things that you drink, you are living outside of your body's needs and your weight is increasing to match your level of intake. Your weight is an indicator of where your consumption is. Your body has to increase in size to match your level of consumption if you want to think about that way. Forget dieting, forget fads, forget all the rest of it, forget what's going to bring you the fastest results in the shortest amount of time. It means fuck all. If you do not change yourself as a person and learn about your habits, understand where the calories come from, where you're consuming the most calories, what's adding a lot onto your day, what various things are you doing that you can start to make changes to to bring your consumption in line with your body's needs. When you do that, your weight will come down to meet you at your new level of consumption instead of claiming to reach you at your current level. Anyway, that has been helpful. Um, as ever, reach out to me. Drop me an email, jason at monroenutrition.com Please, 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 if this has been Helpful in any way at all, take a screenshot, share it in social media, put a few bullet points on it. Let me know what your thoughts are, what your insights are. How is it going to help you? What are you going to do to change? And for the love of God, tag me in it. I, absolutely, I get so many messages from my podcast provider saying, Congratulations, this episode has had like 200 downloads, which is ridiculous. But You don't get to interact with anyone, it's very weird. You record something, you put it out there, you don't actually talk to anyone. If you listen on Spotify, there is nowhere to like feedback or anything. All you can do is rate it, which is cool. But I would love to know what people are thinking, what they're taking away, what they're going to implement. Better yet, have you been listening for a while and you've implemented things you've heard 10 episodes ago and it's bringing about changes? Take a screenshot. Share the episode. Tag me. Send me a message. Send me an email. Send me a DM. Anyway, until next time.